When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome to the third hour of the Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show for this week on Friday, October 15th. We are excited to get a chance to talk to you a bit more before you head off for your weekends. Don't forget, if you missed any part of the show, if you're just tuning in now, just hearing us, please subscribe to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. We are setting records for the show with numbers from last month, hoping to break it again this month, month to month, keep going up and up. And we're going to talk about the possible reinstitution of the Remain in Mexico policy by the Biden administration, despite Biden earlier in the year saying it's not who we are and it's terrible and all this other stuff. It turns out it might be who they are because it's the only way to stop the massive migration inflow of illegals into this country. But as promised, we said that we would talk to you a bit about uh, covid. And for many listeners, Rush was the friend they never knew. While we'll be able to never be able to replace him, we'd like to remind everyone that there are many friends in this movement, individuals who share your values and beliefs, who want to keep fighting the good fight alongside us. So why we want to introduce you to Friday Friends, a new segment we're going to be doing every Friday. Alex Berenson, author of Pandemia, is our first Friday friend. Alex, thanks for being with us. I, I did not know I was a Friday friend. Yeah, you're a Friday friend, buddy. Congrats. <laughs> it's, very, it's a high honor. I'll tell you this, Alex. The one thing I, I keep looking at is they have all this data on the New York Times front page uh, website, NewYorkTimes.com, about COVID. And I keep seeing it's roughly now they're saying 800 to 1,900 deaths a day from COVID. They have all this breakdown by state and by all this stuff. How many of the people who are dying from COVID, uh, as, as it stands right now in the last month, were fully vaccinated? Do they know? Do we know? Um, you know, so... So the CDC is now uh, putting out data uh, that, that claims to show a, 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 a rates of death 
uh, by vaccination status through not actually through October, but through early September. Um, there, there are two big problems. One is that that's a rate. So they're not showing the raw numbers because uh, because the rate may be uh, actually quite a bit higher in people who are over 80 who are unvaccinated. But the raw numbers will show a lot of deaths in vaccinated people. And um, and I think, as I've, we've talked about before, and I've sort of warned listeners before, you have to look at that differential with caution because it's very likely that in a population that is mostly vaccinated or, or nearly entirely vaccinated, like the elderly population, um, both in the U.S. and elsewhere, unvaccinated people are materially different. And, and, they, and the likelihood is that they're sicker. Um, so that so so um, so you really can't compare the two. Um, the other thing, and I've heard this increasingly from people, and I want to write something up, but I've not been able to nail it down yet, is um, people are complaining to me that the data coming out of the hospitals at the hospital level is not good. In other words, that, that hospitals will go out of their way to call you unvaccinated unless you can provide, um, you know, not just a vaccine card, but, the, you know, the, the exact dates. And, um, and ideally, then they want to check that against the state immunization records. So they are sort of going out of their way to classify people as unvaccinated when they don't know. Um, and, and, and that would obviously drive up the rates of people who are, who are listed as unvaccinated and sick. Now, I want to be clear, I have not nailed that down, but it has come to me now from three or four different people working at different hospitals in different parts of the country, which, which suggests that it's real. Um, the other thing that suggests that it's real is that in other countries, especially, you know, the UK and Israel, where we have much better data, we know that there were that, that you know, that the rates of that the numbers numerically, the number of people who were unvaccinated, I'm sorry, who were vaccinated, who were dying and getting very sick were quite high. And those countries weren't playing the same kind of data games. Now, in Israel, it's changed again in the last couple of weeks because they've administered boosters to a lot of elderly people. And it is clear that in the short run, the booster drives up your antibodies and, and will protect you, uh, you know, briefly. How long that protection lasts, we do not know. Alex, thanks for hopping on. I, we ask you this question because I think it's so significant. We're here in the middle of October now. What is the data suggesting that the next couple of months like might look like so far as you can get a read on it right now? I know predictions are hard and everybody's been made to look a fool trying to look ahead. But as we move into the edges of winter, what are you seeing? Are you optimistic? Are you pessimistic? What is the data suggesting to you? Well, the data suggesting that, um, that you know, in the upper Midwest, I mean, here's a story I will literally read it to you from two days ago in, uh, in the Minneapolis Star Tribune, which is the biggest paper in Minnesota. Um, rising COVID-19 numbers returning to pre-vaccine levels in Minnesota. Hospitals reach a high for the year. So that's from Wednesday. Um, you know, you're seeing a similar trend in the Northeast. So in the, you know, sort of the upper northern parts of the country, um, you're seeing seasonal trends that are just like last year. And I have, I have a very strong suspicion that there will, you know, that, that cases, cases have come down, um, you know, as the, as the surge in Florida and elsewhere has ended. Um, and interestingly, you're not hearing about Florida anymore. Oh, Why are you not, not hearing about Florida? Because cases are down almost 90% in Florida. Um, and so, and so, you know, it, they're done in Florida again. Uh, you know, the seasonal surge came and went. Now, I strongly suspect that there will be a seasonal surge in the north 
just as there was last year. I think the Biden administration knows that. I think that's why they're so desperate to get boosters into people, whatever the long-term effects are, because they, they, they realize that in the short term, it's the only way they're going to be able to claim victory. Um, and they also know that, you know, they've been screaming pandemic of the unvaccinated, pandemic of the unvaccinated. And there have been too many, you know, too many breakout cases. Too many people know people who've become infected again. And, you know, and some people know people who've become sick and they're, and there's enough cases of people becoming, you know, sick or even dying after vaccination that that this argument just does not hold water anymore. Alex, I'm actually going to a friend's wedding this weekend that was entirely moved because he was fully vaccinated and got sick with covid right before the wedding and was actually sick. And now you know they, they moved it. So, yes, people do know people who have had breakthrough cases, who have gotten pretty sick with breakthrough cases, who are fully vaccinated. So that's why the rhetoric doesn't seem to be adding up all across the board. We've got Alex Berenson with us now. If you haven't, uh, you can get a pre-order of his book, Pandemia. Also subscribe to his Substack. Uh, so the, the boosters, it seems today, more boosters are, are being approved by the FDA, Alex. That's some of the breaking news we've got. Moderna and J&J boosters, right, are now the FDA panel saying that they're they're good to go. Shouldn't the expectation for anybody who gets the booster be that they're going to have to get another booster in about uh, April, May time frame? I mean, I, I, you know, we don't have evidence either way. That's the short answer to that. I, reasonable, you know, you would reasonably assume that given given that, you know, these vaccines created antibodies fade so quickly that they would continue to fade after the, you know, after this booster. But we don't know. I think even the companies have no idea. We are, we are engaging in the largest uncontrolled clinical trial in human history. And, you know, and it is not a surprise that these boosters were approved. This was, you know, this was baked in after last month when the Pfizer, uh, you know, booster was approved. And, you know, the CDC advisors and the FDA advisors did sort of wave their tiny little hands in the air and say, we don't think this is a good idea for people under 65 since we have no data on what the long-term impacts are. And then Rochelle Walensky went out and basically said, well, you know, I'm the boss and my boss told you all that you were going to be able to get boosters. So that's good enough for me. Um, you know, I don't understand what part of that is science driven. Uh, you know, but, but that's where we are. And, and now you're starting to see organized resistance, right? Or, or quasi organized resistance. You're starting to see, um, you know, places have to back down off these mandates, whether it's the Chicago public schools, whether it's, you know, what happened at Southwest last weekend. And, and now all of a sudden Southwest is telling its employees, Hey, if you don't want to get vaccinated, please apply for an exemption. We don't want you to get fired. And, um, and, you know, last week it was, if you're, if you're not vaccinated, you're going to be terminated. So you are seeing, you're seeing pushback that is starting to make a difference, whether it will make a difference quickly enough and whether or not the courts will be willing to step in and say, you know, this is just unprecedented in U.S. history where people are going to be forced between taking an essentially unproven medical um, you know, uh, or forget whether or not it's proven, whether you're being forced to take this treatment or lose your job. We've never had a situation like that before. And and I want to hit on the build on what you just said, Alex, because one answer, as you said, is for companies to create expansive exemptions, by which I mean, hey, we're not really going to probe whether or not your religious uh, exemption really applies if you've got a medical excuse, you can use it. That's what they've done, for instance, at my local public school. Uh, if you are a parent and you don't want your kid to wear a mask, 
you can get a religious or uh, or health exemption. exemption No questions, no questions asked. Right? You just fill out a form and hand it in. Wow. Um, I mean, I I think you know, and on my Substack, I've reported sort of extensively on on Southwest. You know, there's been tremendous interest in this, both from pilots and from flyers and from everyone else. But I I would say people have, have have objected to this idea of using the exemption as a backdoor way around the mandate, and the objections are sort of twofold. One is you're creating a database of people who are not vaccinated. Right, who who you know are not vaccinated, so so that's problematic. If think you know, if the company changes its mind later, the other the other argument is, why should I have? Why should the burden be on me? The burden should be on the company to prove that this is needed. And given that we know that the vaccines don't stop infection or transmission, and given that we know that you know anybody of working age essentially who is healthy enough to work is at very low risk from this. Um, why should the burden be on me? And I think those are both very reasonable points to make. And, you know, again, you see one of the fascinating things to me that's happened is the subs, my Substack has sort of taken the place of Twitter for, you know, for people who are on, you know, what we've been calling team reality for, for more than a year now, where you get these very, um, you know, very interesting and detailed debates and discussions about what's going on. What are you looking at next, Alex? Just what, what's the big question you want to answer in the next few weeks? based on the data you're seeing about covid and how it's affecting the country sure i mean i think i mean i think there are three first what will happen will covid come back in the you know in the in the in the northeast and in the you know in the industrial midwest will there be a fall wave a um and as as, you know again covid makes fools out of people who try to predict but i do think we'll see a significant wave um b um you know how far is the biden administration going to go how how low is he willing to let his approval rating go to shove this vaccine into people's arms. And and I think the Democrats may have taken the wrong lesson from Newsom's win. So, you know, Newsom, uh, you know, was, was reelected. California is a very blue state. Um, you know, there was this notion of Larry Elder, he's, you know, he's anti-vaccine and he's anti-mask, and, and their base turned out for that. And, um, you know, they the lesson they may have taken is our base really wants vaccines and they really, you know, they're not done with COVID on MSNBC. And so we're going to we're going to push. Um, but I think I think there's a you know, there's a there's a there's a fair number of people um, in the middle who got vaccinated, who don't want a booster, who don't want their kids to be vaccinated and who don't think it's right to make people choose between their jobs and a vaccine. And, um, you know, the, the Biden administration is pushing all of those things. And so it will be interesting to see. Um, you know, if there are more job actions, if if, you know, if cops walk off the job, if if, you know, if more hospitals have to close wards, as has happened, because because nurses don't want to be vaccinated so far, it's, there's only been it's only been around the edges. But we will see what happens. And then the third and the most frightening thing to me is something that, uh, you know, this is once again something that basically it's me and a handful of other people talking about. And I don't even really like to talk about it that much because it's all it feels so conspiratorial, but it is real. In the in in the UK and now in Germany last month, all cause mortality, meaning meaning deaths of everyone in the country for any reason, are running well above normal, and that's not because of COVID. COVID deaths in Germany are quite low right now. They're probably going to head up in the next couple of months, but they're quite low right now. In the UK, um, COVID deaths are are sort of moderate, but they don't come close to explaining the extra mortality. And this has been going on in the UK, which is the first big Western country to do mass vaccinations for, um, for, for three months now. And we do not know why. And there's, you know, there's theories that possibly people delayed medical care, 
And, you know, and so that's why they're, you know, they've had more heart attacks than, you know, than they quote unquote should yeah, have the cost of the lockdowns, identifying cancer, things that Alex, you, me, Clay have all been talking about now for yeah. over a year. We but, may finally but, be seeing data. We, we, we got We got to leave it there, Alex, for this time. But we'll have you back again soon. Go check out Alex Berenson's Substack. Become a subscriber and Pandemia for pre-order. Alex, thanks so much. Thanks for having me, guys. Always. These days, it's easy to record videos of life's memorable events. Smartphones make that instantly possible. If you're somebody that likes to grab videos, you've likely got a phone full of memories already. But before there were iPhones and Androids, what did we use? Video cams or even Super 8 cameras? That was when we stockpiled video cassettes of every make and mode. Well, if that was like you, you likely have boxes full of those cassettes set aside for a day when you finally decide to digitize them. But that's tough to do if you don't have the right equipment. Thankfully, Legacy Box does. This is the company based in Tennessee that takes all your videotapes, films, and photos and digitizes them within a couple weeks' time. Suddenly, you've got a link on your computer with hours and hours of video viewing. Legacy Box does that so you can share that link with every member of your family, anybody you want. And if you want those home movies on a thumb drive, that's what I got them on, my, my photos on a thumb drive. You can do that too, Clay. Yeah, and they have an incredible offer for you right now. 40% off at LegacyBox.com slash Clay. You can start future-proofing your past today. Can't be simpler. Use the kit to make sure that you safely send the moments you want to preserve. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Clay to take advantage of this offer. 40% off. Take advantage of this offer today in the concerns that you might lose some of your family's most treasured memories and use their kit for the holiday season. LegacyBox.com slash Clay. 40% off. Great Christmas gift, LegacyBox.com slash Clay. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. 
Price Picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Price Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Price Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Our thanks to Alex Berenson continuing to give us the absolute latest on the COVID mess in this country where we might be headed. No one seems to know for sure. Two months from now, it will be, I think, a lot clearer whether or not we are headed for a winter surge all over this country or whether it may be more moderate in nature. That is going to be a story that is at the absolute essence of everything that is going on in this country in the meantime i want to give credit to ron desantis for speaking out and saying something that we have been saying both buck and i on this show that joe biden is arguing that we shouldn't be divided by his covid mandate which is just another way of saying shut up and get the shot you uh complainers when the reality is if there was no mandate i feel like there'd be a lot less arguments going on in this country right now This is what Ron DeSantis just had to say on the issue. Just think of Biden. He says, don't make the vaccines uh, divisive. Don't make the vaccines divisive. You are trying to take people's jobs away over this issue. You are trying to plunge people into destitution. You are taking away their livelihoods. Nobody else is doing that. You are the one that's being divisive about this. This is a classic leftist tactic he's talking about that joe biden's doing do something incredibly divisive and then accuse the other side of being divisive this is how democrats do it all the time this is a classic obama thing that he used to do too when he was president he would say you know why won't you just do what i want why are you guys being so divisive he'd say well because we're republicans and we don't agree with you but it was always oh do what i say or else you're just in the way it's like yeah Says every authoritarian in history. We'll come back to uh, the Clay mentioned the Remain in Mexico program, which Biden said was a terrible thing. Well, he might have to do it soon. Lori from Ohio writes into us. I have three very picky pugs. Oh, I love pugs. They're so cute and snorty. And they've licked the bottom of their bowls the very first time since we gave rough greens to them. They've been very active and seem extremely happy. Thank you. Well, rough, rough greens is a supplement for your dog, pug, any dog, you name it. A supplement that you put into your dog's existing food. We use it with Tallulah, the Sexton family Frenchie, with similar results to what Lori of Ohio describes. 
Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a healthy supplement you put into your dog's food with all the live nutrients necessary for superior dog health. Rough Greens will make your dog's food better. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog is going to love it. They've got a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash buck, and they're going to give you the first bag free. You heard me right, free. It's R-U-F-F, roughgreens.com slash buck. They'll send you the first bag of Rough Greens free. All you pay is shipping. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Section Show. We are blasting through on this Friday with a lot to talk to all of you about. We got Biden just speaking about the supply chain issue, and he did his weird whispering thing. He's whispering. It isn't right that 55 of our our Fortune 400 companies, the largest companies in America, last year, 55 of the the Fortune 500 paid zero in taxes. And they made $40 billion in profit. I'm glad they made a profit. Keep it employed. I mean that sincerely. But pay your fair share. Clay, why is he so weird? That's such creepy. a weird thing to do. Yeah. I don't understand why they wouldn't talk to him and say, hey, just why why stop just say make your point. It, it's you almost like they should it. plop him down in a lawn chair and just have him scream at the reporters, get off my lawn. Because that is the old man Biden vibe that you get. You're like, what is this guy doing? You gotta pay more. I mean, we're it's, in the communication business, Buck. If every now and then we just started whispering into the mic instead of just talking, it would be super weird. I'd be weird. a little worried about you. It might, it might be yeah. time for you to take some paternity leave. You yeah, know, I that's, might need to take a couple of months, <laughs> even though I'm time. not having kids. Take, take some time off. So uh, the, the point about Biden and the supply chain thing is that it always turns into a class warfare diatribe. It, it's, it starts out as... Okay, yeah, there's going to be empty shelves, but, you know, the rich people are the problem here. Look, Democrats love big corporations and big corporations love big government because regulation is anti-competitive. The big companies can handle it. Smaller upstart companies, those who are more entrepreneurial in their in their bent, in their approach, suffer more as a result of big government regulation. But, I mean, more to the point, he, he's got nothing here, folks. I mean, they're just going to let the the supply chain issue play out largely as is they're moving around a few things on the west coast saying they're going to do a better job keep it open longer they should have thought of this a while ago i don't know maybe the secretary of transportation should have been showing up to his job that might have been helpful but we told you there was a remain in mexico policy update for all of you and i just want to remind everybody joe biden from his official twitter account now someone else probably writing this for him but he put out there in march of 2020 Donald Trump's remain in Mexico policy is dangerous, inhumane, and goes against everything we stand for as a nation of immigrants. My administration will end it. Fast forward to today, Clay. Biden to re-implement Trump's remain in Mexico policy in November by court order. The version of this that we can give you, the quick, the quick and dirty version of this situation is... That the uh, states of Texas and Missouri sued, saying the Biden administration too hastily withdrew from the policy. The U.S. had transported 70,000 asylum seekers to Mexico to await a determination in their case. The only reason, Clay, that they got rid of this policy is because it changed the incentive structure for people to abuse our asylum system and therefore shut down mass illegal immigration. So they got rid of the one thing that was working, and now they're going to have to put it back at least for a while. 
Well, what's so interesting about this is I see it as part and parcel of what's going on with China. Because do you remember all the talk from Biden? Obviously, he was hiding in his basement and COVID was the centrality of his argument for why he should be president of the United States instead of Donald Trump. But he criticized, as you just pointed out, vociferously Trump's uh, success on the border, which I think becomes even more massively successful when you look at what's happened through nine months of the Biden administration so far. And he criticized the relationships with China and the tariffs and all of the political decisions that were made associated with China. Now, as we get in close to the end of his first year, Biden is effectively endorsing Donald Trump's border policies, and he has not changed hardly anything associated with Donald Trump's policies on China. And by the way, more people have died with COVID in the United States with Biden as president than died with Trump as president. So my point here is Biden ran as a change agent in all three of those areas that I just hit you with, the border, China, and COVID. Effectively, he is implementing the exact same policies as Donald Trump in the first two, and he's failing worse than the third. What exactly did Biden think Trump was doing so wrong if in two of the areas that he was most critical, the border and trade, he's effectively adopted the exact same policies? The the primary symptom of Trump derangement syndrome, which still very much exists in the media, you have CNN running headlines today about the subpoenas coming from the January 6th committee. They may subpoena former President Trump, they're saying now. That, that'll, yes. that'll be a fun one to play out in the courts. But the, the subpoenas are going to fly. They're, they have Trump derangement syndrome. Anything that was, that was opposed to Trump, they were in favor of. And that has led to a situation now where what is their policy at the border? What can they come up with that's better than what Donald Trump was doing in order to stop this mass illegal migration? So that's one part of this. We also, I wanted to get to it, Clay, because we had mentioned it, have the continued battle. I know you're fired up about this, too, because of what the narrative shift would be if Democrats lose in Virginia, the governor's race. They got a big name Democrat, longtime Clintonista uh, Terry McAuliffe, who's running against Glenn Youngkin, who we had on the show earlier in the week. And I think Terry McAuliffe is feeling the heat. Here he is saying that Glenn Youngkin is not ready to be governor. People have fought and died to protect the right for democracy. And these thugs go up here on January 6th and destroy. And people died. Law enforcement died. And they use a flag that they want to destroy. The flag of the symbol of democracy. They were pledging allegiance to a flag that they wanted to use up there to destroy our democracy. Let me ask you. how Len Youngkin is unfit to be governor. It is disqualified. He needs to come out today and say it was wrong to do pledge allegiance to that flag. And I want him to come out and say January 6th insurrection was wrong. Glenn Youngkin was a private equity guy. He had nothing to do with that. But see, this is a preview, Clay. Oh, Glenn Youngkin, January 6th. Yeah. These things have nothing to do with each other. It's desperation. Yesterday, we played Terry McAuliffe coming undone. If you remember, if people missed it, you should go listen to the podcast. Terry McAuliffe came undone when a parent asked him whether parents should be able to be involved in school choice and and education choices and said, are you vaccinated? Uh, You're a danger. He's desperately trying to pivot to what he thinks is the greatest hits. And by the way, this is not going to get any attention, but climate change activists today have breached the uh, Department of Interior headquarters 
in Washington, D.C., my understanding, and have began a sit-in there. Is that a Department of the Interior insurrection? There is a desperation. You heard Terry McAuliffe there saying it was bloody, right? I was talking to my wife yesterday. She said CNN now has people who refer to it as the bloody insurrection. Not even just the insurrection now, Buck. The bloody insurrection. And by the way, most of the blood that was spilled was because one of the protesters got shot, unarmed woman who was formerly a, uh, was a veteran of our armed forces. We now know that none of the Capitol Hill police officers that died there died because of anything having to do with January 6th. I just spoke it's to, all a lie. I just spoke to Tom Fitton yesterday, who's the head of Judicial Watch. They got documents, internal documents uh, through through a court, you know, court order. That looked at the shooting of Ashley Babbitt, the situation there in Clay, the officer who shot her, the Capitol Police officer, according to eyewitnesses, many of them did not even give a warning. Yeah. And I'm so there is no there is no police procedure book that I have ever seen or am aware of where a person who does not pose an imminent threat to life of another because they're trying to attack with a knife or, you know, a gun or whatever doesn't even get a warning and a shot. I've never seen this before in my life, but we're supposed to accept that somehow justice was done in this situation. Hard for a lot of people to uh, to stomach that. And of course, the Glenn Youngkin as part of January 6th or the tie in there, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. But Democrats do this kind of stuff all the time. It's like every four years, you know, you'll have some intrepid reporter from ABC News or something ask a Repu- only Republicans will get asked, what do you think of, you know, David Duke? Yeah. And, and everyone sits around, what? Yeah. Who the blank cares about David? Like, no one thinks about this guy. This guy's, you know, what? Do you condemn his latest Do you condemn? They did this yeah. to Trump. They did this to yeah. Trump, too, of course. That's always that's the, the game they play. When did you stop beating your wife? Oh, why won't you answer the question? Uh, we'll take some calls to close, you, close this out here in a second. We'll get to in just a minute. If you're working online, we've got a message for you. It's not as private as you'd like to think it is. Your web searches, your emails, they're both vulnerable to be watched and read. One qualified cyber hacker at all is all it takes, or for that matter, one IT administrator who has access to your computer connection. That's why we recommend you use ExpressVPN for privacy. ExpressVPN is a virtual private network. Emphasis on that word, private. Using a VPN means your searches and emails become anonymous to anyone who's online that's trying to see your web activity. Think about all the times you've used Wi-Fi at a coffee shop or another public place. Without ExpressVPN, every site you visit could be logged by the administrator of the network you're on. ExpressVPN is so easy to use. It's an app. You just download it, and then it encrypts all of your network data and reroutes it through a network of secure servers so that your private online activity stays just that way, private. And like I said, Clay, easy to use. We've got them on our phones. So straightforward. Yep. The app you download for ExpressVPN has one button. You tap it to connect, and your browsing activity is secure from prying eyes. So stop letting strangers inside your online privacy. Don't let them invade your networks. Protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash clay. That's my link. Use it today. Expressvpn.com slash clay to get three extra months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash clay. Sign up today. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, 
diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Let me tell you about an American company whose entire mission is built around supporting this same community of people, which I'm a part of and proud to be so. GovX.com is an online shopping platform that people like me with service-related backgrounds have been using for years. There are over 8.5 million GovX members benefiting from the site today. As a GovX member, I get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. If you're a member, GovX.com is the first place to check when you're shopping online. If you've served our country in the military, law enforcement, firefighting, emergency medical services, or other government agency roles, go to GovX.com. That's GovGovX.com and create your free membership today. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart, and you'll get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I hope all of you are having fantastic Fridays. We encourage you to download the podcast, hang out with us all weekend long. You listen to the whole show. Alex Berenson joined us at the top of the third hour. Wanted to mention this too, Buck. You knew this story was coming out at some point, and I thought this would probably be the likely result. Reports are that the Supreme Court panel that was put together by Joe Biden to analyze whether there should be more Supreme Court justices added. Trump obviously got three new Supreme Court justices uh, on the court during his tenure. They are saying no to the idea of court packing, which is going to upset the progressive wing of the Democratic Party. But that effectively the argument, it appears, of uh, adding Supreme Court justices is effectively dead. 
uh, unless Democrats ended up with a filibuster-proof majority in the Senate, which seems highly unlikely uh, as we inch closer and closer to 2022. Also, Buck, study out of Michigan on masking students in schools. While they will try to spin it because they are dishonest and unfair when it comes to analyzing basic data, you just sent it to me. We're reading it during the break. The data reflects that masks do virtually nothing at all to protect children inside of schools. There is no suggestion that your kids are safer in any substantive way with masks. Studies now from everywhere and the data here, they'll try to spin as, oh, my God, this proves how safe masks are. All it proves is they don't work at all. This is the a dishonesty of scale where they'll say things like that. You will now come across people who if masking is at least statistically and can you even prove this when you add in all the var- variables? The answer is no. But there will be people who say if it stops just one case, Clay. Yes. If masking stops one kid out of a million from getting COVID, not even from dying, from getting COVID, which has a one in a million chance of, so it's one in a million and one in a million, and they'll say, worth it to stifle your kid's breath all day and to put them through that psychological, emotional, and physical discomfort because masking has turned into a religion. It is the central sacrament of Fauciism. This was like the argument that you and I had to push back against in the early days of COVID. We would hear all the time, well, if it saves just one life, it's worth it, right? That would be that was argued all the time. That was preeminent on social media in March and April. And you would say, actually, no, that's a direct contravention of every risk analysis that basically any adult has ever made. I mean, you would save lives if we all walked around wearing motorcycle helmets all day long every day because some people trip and fall in the shower. You should shower with a motorcycle helmet on because you might fall and hit your head in the shower. It doesn't make sense, but it probably would save some lives uh, if everybody wore motorcycle helmets everywhere. It absolutely. I mean, NASCAR drivers wear helmets and they'd be crazy not to. Right. Right. It absolutely would save lives if you wore a helmet and I'd have to get a special one because my head is huge. (laughs) But if you wore you have a you have a pretty sizable noggin too, Travis. I got to say, you're not quite like the, uh, you know, weird head size territory that I'm in. Ted Kennedy, Ted Kennedy head. You you got you got a size you got a sizable cranium. So, well, imagine, but you could make the argument. You could say, well, "Hey, we'd save a lot of lives if everybody wore football helmets all day." Like you're going to go into school, you're going to wear a football helmet, you're going to drive right. in a football but, but helmet, you're going to work out in a hel- football helmet. Yeah, be- because the car analogy is re- people die in cars all the yes. time, and how do you die in a car? Mostly. It's head injuries, right? It's usually not a fiery wreck, although that can happen too. It's usually a head injury that happens in the car. That's what's lethal for someone. And, you know, helmets would certainly reduce those at some level. And Clay, based on the masking data that we see, one in a million, man, if it stops one in a million, it's worth it for everyone to suffer through wearing helmets all day long. Do you, you want to take a couple of yeah, our folks? Yeah, let's take a I call. We can also we drive 10 miles an hour, Buck, and wear helmets. It would be impossible to die in a car accident. Justin in Wilmington, North Carolina. What do you got for us, Justin? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, solution for the supply chain problem. Uh, all the boats from China send them back because uh, I'm tired of supporting communism. I'm tired of giving them the money to build nuclear weapons to point at us. Uh, that's one thing. Second thing is uh, Joe Biden is a Trojan horse. He's opened the doors economically and literally 
for anyone, our enemies, uh, economic adversaries, and uh, he doesn't work for America. He works for globalists in China. Justin, thanks Thank for calling in from much. North Carolina. Tom in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Tom, what do you got for us? Uh, thank you very much, fellas. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, I'll try to make this brief. Uh, let me tell you what's going on here in Virginia, man. Our biggest problem is not the Marxist Democrats. Our biggest problem is the Republicans. Let me tell you what I mean. Ever since this started with the, with the uh, uh, gene therapy shot mandates, and that's what I'm going to call them. I'm going to call them gene therapy shots because they are not vaccines. You go to the website, and the people who make these, their own definition is gene therapy shots. Just like, you know, Rush said I'm the mayor of Realville. He's right. And these are gene therapy shots. I'm going out. Use their language. Use their language. You lose the debate. All right. Ever since these mandates started with Governor Blackface, they've affected me. I worked there at James Madison University. They've affected me. So I've burned up my phone lines calling uh, Ben Klein, Tony Wilt, Mark Obenchain, all my representatives, both at the federal level and the state level. They've given me the runaround and the ho-hum and act like they didn't want to hear me. And this has been going on since Governor Blackface first started the mandate. we got to let you go, but let me just say this. He's in Virginia. He's fired up. All of you should be fired up at the message you can send in less than a month. Glenn Youngkin needs to be the governor of Virginia. It would be a massive oh, win. So Massive sweet. wins. We're going to come back with you on Monday and tell you about all the latest in the Democrats' craziness to try to turn this into a socialist dystopia. But we stand here athwart the madness on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. Spread the word about us. Pass the buck, pass the clay. Both of them work. Same thing. Tell people about this show. Tell them to download the podcast over the weekend. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show back with you Monday. Talk to you then. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve.
Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer.